get ready for a transformation. But in this kingdom, we start growing. We are replacing those carnal thoughts with the word of God. Our minds are renewed to the word of God. At that time, glory, glory, glory. So when we are speaking, we are speaking from knowledge. Or you wake up and say, Hey, Bunga Fish, Angari, glory to God. I took it in the dream. I will never take it in life. In the name of Jesus. Say, I'll never be poor. Ah! Jesus Christ. Pay attention to everything I'm going to show you. Another life-changing moment with Apostle Peters. In the name of Jesus, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for this moment to give out your word by your ability, by your grace. Thank you. And now it is given out from the secret place of God. It comes forth from the innermost part of the Spirit of God. It comes forth to be great blessings to your people. In the words that I speak today, they are spirit and they are life. In Jesus' name. Three extremely dangerous sins. And number one, we said was the sin of what? Sin of unbelief. Number two, the sin of what? Oh, you guys are great students. You clap for yourself. <laughs> Thank you. The sin of bitterness. And number three. Number three is what? Eh? You couldn't figure that out after praising you like this. <laughs> the third sin is the sin of pride. Glory. The sin of pride. The sin of pride. You see, these are very dangerous sins in the kingdom of God. Alright? What does it mean to be proud, actually? It means to overestimate yourself. To overestimate yourself, to overestimate your ability, to overestimate your worth, to overestimate your importance, and so on and so forth. That's what it means to be proud. It also means that you are obsessed or possessed by self or with self because you are always self-conscious self a whole me can you imagine and no i don't want to come out and disgrace myself no i don't want to be there no 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 just let, let me let me be like this and so on and so forth self 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 pride is about self self okay and what are the indications that you're proud because you see, how do you know whether you are proud or not? It's not because somebody tells you. Some people are wrong because they don't have the right definition of pride. So it's not because someone is telling you. You may not be proud and somebody is telling you are proud. I've had people tell me that. But of course they are wrong. They thought I was. Okay? Because they noticed that I'm quite bold. You know? Quite bold and confident not knowing that i got that from the word of god you know when you study the word of god and you understand your rights in christ you become bold you become confident okay it doesn't mean that you disrespect anybody it just means that you learn to speak bold learn to talk bold learn to stand bold and then you're not timid okay but that's that's not pride pride just simply means in fact pride is a thing of the heart actually it usually starts from the heart 
that's why god looks at your heart to know whether you are proud he looks at your heart that's why several places in the scriptures where he talks about pride he always relates it with the man's heart what's the state of your heart now if you're proud in the heart you must have read several or you have to read if you study about pride several places in the scriptures keep saying pride in the heart pride of the heart pride in the heart because that's how god sees it now when you're proud in your heart you would definitely act proud and talk proud because it's from your heart the state of your heart comes out okay good what are the indications that you are proud what are the indications according to the word of god according to how god sees it what are the indications what are the things that indicates that you are proud number one i already mentioned it overestimation of yourself and underestimation of others a proud fellow is that one that overestimates himself and underestimates other people he always thinks that is better than others proverbs chapter number six verse 16 okay now he may not talk or act that way but in his heart he knows and some people even go further they think they act they talk that way proverbs chapter number six reading from the 16th verse these six things the lord hates. yes seven are an abomination to him hmm. abomination to him he hates this a proud look a proud look is the very first one a proud look okay uh, and then he put it together with a lying tongue and hands that shed innocent blood he put them in the same group all right now you you go to the amplified version okay six yeah these six things the lord hates indeed several abomination to him a proud look the spirit that makes one overestimate himself and underestimate others so you see that's in the scriptures overestimate yourself and underestimate others now i said it's different from when you know who you are in christ it's a whole different thing i will still talk about that because you have to learn to differentiate between these but there are some people that think that they are better more beautiful than the other fellow you see the fact may be and of course it should be for you to have thought that you are more beautiful than the other lady okay the fact may be that indeed you are more beautiful is the fact but god does not want you to think like that in comparison with the other fellow god always wants you to stay and say i am beautiful boy i'm the beautiful most beautiful thing in the world but to compare with someone else and say i'm more beautiful than that it has become pride you see that so that must be caution number two what are the indications of pride pride that you're proud exaggerated opinion of one's importance exaggerated opinion when you have when you you over <laughs> or you exaggerated your opinion the opinion of your importance you think that you're too important and so they cannot do without you and usually god usually steps in in such a case because it gets his attention every time 
all right let's look at that from the scriptures romans oh i love this scripture that i want you to read now nice one romans chapter number 12 reading from the third verse let's start from the king james first for i say through the grace given unto me did you see how paul sounded i said through the grace given unto me so it's not that he's saying he was not grace he was grace so to be humble does not mean you deny the facts it doesn't mean that you deny who you are in christ jesus okay he says for i say through the grace so this guy recognizes the grace upon his life through the grace given unto me to every man that is among you i'm saying this not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think and i want you to mark that he doesn't say not to think of himself highly uh -uh, more highly why you should think of yourself high in christ because we are all high in christ but don't do it more highly than you ought to think but to think soberly according as god had dealt to every man the measure of faith some people have the faith to think of themselves really really high some have the faith not to think of themselves too high in christ all this has to do with the measure of faith how does faith come by hearing the word of god so the more of the word of god you have the more you can think of yourself high in christ you see we have knowledge we have we, we we know who we are in christ but yet we are still submissive to one another okay yeah that's humility now from the amplified now for by the grace unmerited favor of god given to me i want everyone among you not to estimate and think of himself more highly than he ought not to have an exaggerated can you see that some scriptures opinion of his own importance but rate your ability with sober judgment we know that you have the ability but be sober about it you see that's why you feel sorry for those who brag a lot and say i know i know my words that is saying i know myself words that that you're 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 dragging yourself into trouble that way i know what i'm worth ah, are we in the same class how can you be even comparing me with that guy are we in the same class that guy is not as, as intelligent as i am you know <laughs> listen is one way to drag yourself down because the spirit of god is right there god this we read it god hates he hates it he hates it when you're talking like that the spirit of god is there i'm sure he will be getting your attention except you want to ignore this truth he hates it he says but to rate his ability with sober judgment each according to the degree of faith apportioned by god to him say hallelujah number three number three number three is not is is well i just want to include it but number one and two has already covered covered this proud people don't ever publicly agree that they are wrong they don't when they are wrong instead of the, oh all right all right right no they won't they'll argue it out now somewhere in the corner they know inside that they are wrong but to admit it ah it's a problem is an indication of pride now we have to understand that in every one of us god has put this leadership in every one of us and that's why somewhere in between somewhere inside you you don't like to be controlled by someone especially who is at the same level with you why because um there's some truth to that god has put in every of his children this leadership this sense of leadership this sense of dominion so you don't like it so much when somebody that you are of the same level tries to tell you what to do 
but then god says that's where humility comes in if there is nothing to be humble about he wouldn't tell you to be humble he tells you to be humble because he knows that you could be proud so he says submit submit that thing is there but you're going to submit you see that that's very important they say no 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 just admit it well okay all right that's it keep quiet about it forget it that means you've admitted that you are wrong but no no you want to prove your point it's actually pride it's pride what are the things that make a man proud if you study the basis of any proud person or anything that makes anybody proud is actually vain vanity for anyone that is proud if you find out why is it proud behind it is vanity vanity means things that are useless not useful in this world they don't last everything that makes a man proud are usually worldly pride of life so what are the things number one age age there are several of them i just listed a few i'm older than you i mean you mean i should need them for that guy i'm older than that guy hey, but that guy is your pastor so i'm still older does that mean that i should not know, know my age you see god saw you before he chose that other one and anointed that one and the moment he is anointed he begins to function in the office of god so you're not going to honor him because of him you're going to look beyond him and honor the god that is backing him up as you do that the bible says it will increase you because god sees what you're doing listen god the bible says god is a rewarder and then number two the bible says he's the god of knowledge god does not forget human beings may forget 20 years down the line he doesn't forget he said oh 20 years is a long time no with god it's not a long time after i said one day to him is a thousand years so if one day is as a thousand years to god your own one thousand years to god is one day and you you don't usually forget quickly what happened in the morning in a day so think about god and nobody has lived up to a thousand yet nobody so in your lifetime everything you've done you cannot forget plus that remember is god he sees everything god so organized it that even if it happens that he's not going to look at your sight there are angels that are there just to watch you everything you're doing they are watching most important the one it is related to his house his kingdom everything you do behind the scene you're doing in the scene on the scene everything is recorded angels are writing everything the thoughts see god is so detailed even up to the thoughts that go through your mind while you are in services or the thoughts that go through your mind when you are thinking about spiritual things everything is detailed recorded otherwise it cannot be a, a just judge it can't be a just judge it cannot be a true judge if it's going to be a just judge then he must take notice of everything you do so that when he's judging you it will not be unrighteous it won't be like he has missed something out ah sir you forgot ah, ah. it's only this one you are remembering you didn't remember the other day that i helped the saints and i gave them water and i washed their feet you didn't remember that one and then he will now be saying okay uh, uh, ah. let me try and remember now he's no longer a just judge he will have to put everything in consideration and that's why he's going to judge you according the bible says according to your works even the things the bible says even the things that you've done in the secrets will be judged i told you god is more interested in your heart than in his in your appearance because there's something that only god sees and that's your heart 
men are the ones that see your appearance they appreciate you based on your appearance somebody is smiling like this but inside him is full of bitterness he's looking at that guy like i wish i could kill him but he's smiling on the outside you see how we see the difference god god is looking behind that smile hmm. glory all right so age educational background boy i'm more educated than that guy that shouldn't have been, he shouldn't have been our pastor i'm more educated than that guy he shouldn't have been my leader i mean he can't even speak good english is how they speak what is all this nonsense the other day he was trying to describe something simple thing in biology he couldn't even do it properly what what is this how did he even become a leader these people they don't choose that's not how god chooses god chooses people by his choice and usually that's why he will leave the one that is too proud and thinks he has his own ability he has the qualification he will leave that one jump and go to the one that thinks he doesn't have anything lord you are my everything then he will pick that one because he knows this one will be submitted so this one will be submitted that's what happened between saul and david david had become a proud guy but god left him uh, Saul, rather Saul, beg your pardon and but god left saul and went for david and the bible says david was his neighbor <laughs> interesting okay educational background influence or connections these are the things that god hates when you're beginning to brag in human beings i know so and so of course my daddy works in the universities my uncle works here i can connect you can help you out you know things like that god will leave you hanging things will come up that when they show up even your uncle that works in the university will not be able to help you out he will try to not work and then finally your uncle too will say i'm sorry at this moment i don't know what to do it's because of how everything went uh-huh god is dealing with your pride when you are finished you know when somebody is finished you now cry to god and say lord please help me god will now say uh-huh now you have to go back to genesis in other words, go back to the beginning and start from humility. But you're going to say, ah, no, how, that's too long. That's a long time. Uh-uh. If you're not going to go that way, then you are, I'm out of this. <laughs> okay. Influence or connections. Beauty. Beauty. Boy, it's good to be beautiful and to appreciate that you're beautiful. It's good to be handsome and to know that you are handsome. I mean, I tell my son, I say, do you know you're so cute? It's important you let your children know. So you know you're so handsome the guy says yes i said and you know you are very intelligent he says yes why i'm trying to train him to know it from his childhood i'm trying to train him so that it won't be when somebody tell him you're handsome and then he won't want to faint and say okay just mention anything i'll do it for you because he has never heard it before i tell my daughter you are beautiful when she makes a new hair the first place she's coming is to come and meet me either i'm praying or not she will open the door and come in and say i'm done daddy she just wants me to say oh this is just so beautiful sometimes i give her a hug this is great i don't want it to come from outside from someone else you train your children with this mindset they grow up like this but train them to be humble okay now beauty don't let it get into their head that is money money these are the things these are the problem money money you have money uh oh pride i mean how much is it no that's just my money that was what put isa in problem he had a problem 
down his toe. It was God that has helped him become great. He left God alone. He started calling for the best doctors in the land. The Bible says that thing shouldn't have killed him, but he died out of it. God just wanted to show his greatness. And that's why many rich people have died. There was a dear woman, I won't mention her name, who happened to be the wife of a president once upon a time that felt that it's time now because her stomach was beginning to bulge. So she felt, my birthday is coming up so high. I need to push this thing in. I need to push it in. I need to get rid of those fats. So she decided to travel out to do surgery to flatten the stomach. What happens? Money is talking. Money. I mean, with money, we can do anything. I can change the shape of my face and my nose and everything. I mean, with money, I can change anything. So she went ahead and did it and didn't come out. It was successful. Stomach was flattened, but only for the world to see in her casket. She became more beautiful. True. But she couldn't use it to celebrate her birthday. She used it to celebrate her death. Because all the time that she was, God was watching. God was watching. You see? (laughs) Money is talking. (laughs) Status. Status. These are the things. Status. Either spiritual status. Somebody say, really? Somebody could be proud about spiritual status? Yes. If you're proud about spiritual status, now it's different from spirituality. Spiritual status could mean that the position you are holding in church, maybe you are pastor this, you are minister that, cell leader that, and so on and so forth. You do something in the choir, in the hushing, um, in the technical, media, whatever. All those things could get into your head and now you are um, gradually thinking of you as being indispensable. If I'm not there, who can do it like me? Okay? You're going to get yourself in trouble. Because God will bring someone who looks lower than you. God will bring him and until your own ability becomes too small. You don't understand. He's not going to reduce. It's just that somebody will come with greater ability. And his ability will intimidate yours. Yours will become too small. They, you, you used to be the one that they raised. But God now says, okay, I want to show you my greatness. He brings someone else with greater ability. When this one shows up, You've been the local champion. They will place you aside and say, no, let's, let's be honest. This guy is better than you. He's good. <laughs> and then they'll face that one. Why? Once upon a time, your pride went up to God as aroma. And it was a bad aroma. <laughs> so you see, every time you are used of God. Every time you do something in the house of God to bless someone else, either inside or outside, it should make you become even more humble. That's why great men in reality are humble. Those that are called men of God, fathers in spiritual work, they are humble. They are humble. You may think they are proud. They are not. Maybe because they are coming out like this bodyguards here and there. This one is good. This one is good. And they, that's not them. They are not in those things. It's because those things are just necessary. I could imagine getting at that level because even at this i've not started even now i'm cautious where i go to i don't because why because you have the posters out there i couldn't do some things i i can't do some things that i used to do most of the things is my wife I said, please help me do this help me do this because you can't you can't stop again and say um granite oh yeah yeah fry and you're standing there somebody that's ah, apostle 
how will you feel? He said, hey, 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 what is this? So, <laughs> you, you can, there was a time that I used to go to the market for my wife. <laughs> Years ago. I can't do that anymore. I mean, I will go and I will price things. And I will enjoy it. I will price it. Gather the pepper, madam. Gather this. But you can't do that anymore. So you can imagine at that level for them. They've gotten to that level. So think they can't even step out of, on, on the streets. So that's the reason why those things are necessary. Not that they are in it and not because they are proud. You see that? <laughs> so if you're looking at that and judging them, they are really humble people. How do you know? Their communication. See how they deal with other people. Because you are a pastor does not mean that you should not learn to say I'm sorry. Or tell someone else sorry. If I know I offend you, I tell you sorry right away. Ah, no, sir. No, don't worry, sir. Say, no, no, no. I'm sorry about that. So I'm sorry. I have to admit it. Why should I? What is the pride? If you're telling me something and I discover that you are right, and finally you are right, is that I keep quiet about it? That means I've submitted. Or I tell you, oh, I didn't see it like that. All right, really? Are you sure? Oh. Uh-huh. And stop there. What is no? I'm apostle. Everything I say must be right. Must be right. Eh? Who put you there? God. If God didn't decorate the life of a man, he wouldn't be anything in the sight of men. All this thing is because God in his choice just put grace on you. That's why men can recognize you. You see? You don't take it for granted. That's why I will show you something shortly. It will be helpful to you from the book of Timothy which is very important. I will get there but I don't want to go ahead of myself. Okay, so you have the status. Experience. You know, that's still under status. This includes your experience, your talent, your talent, there are many talents that have been useless. Very talented, but nobody is seeing you anymore. But all your talents, only those that enjoy it are those in your room. When you sing and when you do some things, they will say, Ha! You are even better than the other guy we are seeing on TV. But how come you are here? How come you are here? Because you have to remain here until you have submitted. God will not take you up. If you don't humble yourself first, he won't take you up. You know something? Be quiet. The Bible says the one that thinks they know something is proud. He knows nothing. That's what the Bible says. He, the Bible says he actually knows nothing. I sat under pastors who preached and I knew better than them. And God had to caution me in the past. Because I sat down and listened to that guy. There was one time I was in the church. I told you before. Because the Lord directed us there. And the pastor was on a series. It was a tough time for me. It was the toughest time in that church. Because to me, from the beginning of the series, everything was wrong. Don't you understand? It's like you're having a series on something that you know that is not even right at all. That someone else knows. But it's a long series. And everybody is enjoying this series. But ah, I wish the thing could end quickly. But the Spirit of God cautioned me. Cautioned me. Because if, if people are going to listen to you, and your voice is going to be heard all over the world, and what God has given you will be a blessing to the body, then first you must learn to be humble first because one day you will wake up and say you know it's only me that knows everything i know all and it can't work like that no it doesn't no not with god glory to god now let's look at the dangers of allowing pride the dangers of allowing pride the dangers there are dangers there dangers ha 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 number one it's a sin before god Pride is a sin before God. Proverbs chapter number 21 verse 4. 
ordinance of eyes and a proud heart even the tillage of the wicked or the lamb of joy to them whatever it may be are sin in the eyes of god as a sin before god pride is a sin before god did you know that god knows that you will be better than the other fellow and he in his wisdom made you to be better either in ability in whatever he did it but for you to now say it and ask that way means that you are giving that glory to yourself as though you did it it's part of god's greatness and diversity he made some people to look this way he made some others to look this other way he made some people to be able to reason this way he made some other people to reason this other way some people have extraordinary abilities to organize things some others that's their weakness but they are good in other things now where you are needed where organization is needed you will seem to be the very useful one in that place and most important in that place that does not mean the other guy is not important just that what he has is not really needed here so now for you to now think that because of that you are better than the other fellow you're standing against god because you may make that fellow feel bad and that reaches god it touches god god looks at you like you mean you did this you you, you did this to yourself for yourself you made yourself this the bible talks about herod who one day came out i believe the 12th chapter book of acts came out one day and said hello you know he had meeting with these people and he spoke to them you know and the bible says he was well dressed in this nice robe he spoke words of pride and the people started healing him that's the voice of a god that's the voice of a and they started healing him and he didn't stop them and he said hey stop it that's too much he couldn't because he has pride and you know what an angel showed up right there and smote him just one just one slap <laughs> not too many you know this comes with supernatural and the guy died and worms ate him up so it was a shameful death why the bible says because he didn't give the glory to god the people were healing they had turned him to god terrible terrible place to be terrible place to be all right so it's sin before god one number two the proud according to the scriptures the proud will not go unpunished see seriously including christians ah my brothers and sisters including christians oh now when we're talking about punishment not talking about just punishment after this time we're talking about now do you know there are christians that things seem to be standing against their lives just because they were proud or because they are proud listen as a christian everywhere you enter you should attract honor either they know you or they don't know you honor is something spiritual so that when you enter any place there is this grace about your life you're just pleasant to everybody everybody just just at the first glance they just like you now that does not mean that somebody with demon possessed who is demon possessed will like you because you carry something but he will still respect you did you remember about jesus how he came to that shore and that uh maniac and that man who who had demons had legions of them 
the man of Gadara or something, came. Despite he was possessed. Nobody could pass that way because he dealt with them. But when he saw Jesus, the Bible says he ran towards Jesus and worshipped. He fell down and worshipped. So usually as a Christian who is working with God and who is in constant fellowship with the Spirit of God, everywhere you go, you should attract honor. That's how it should be. If you are not attracting enough honor, then check the honor you are giving out and then check the state of your heart. That means you are proud somewhere. Because you see, whatsoever a man soweth, they will reap. That's the law. It cannot be broken. So there are little punishments here and there that a proud man could get. Who is a Christian? Little punishment here and there. Some unpleasant things. You just be wondering why is this happening? What is this? Maybe there is something like 16, Proverbs 16, verse 5. <laughs> yes, you are the Lord. Most high. yes, you are the Lord. Oh, yes, you are the Lord. Yes, you are the Lord. Oh, yes, you are the Lord. You are most Thank you. Everyone proud and arrogant in heart is disgusting, hateful, and exceedingly offensive to the Lord. This is serious, brother. Do you know you can't take this out of the Bible? It's right there. Everyone proud and arrogant in heart. Where? In heart. Now listen, it's not about how the guy is working. Somebody may work arrogantly, but he's very humble. It's not about how the guy is talking. I've, I've met with a lot of people and I've discovered that some of them are actually humble. But when they are talking, that's the way they've been trained. Their mannerism. From their home, they've been trained to talk back when somebody's talking. Okay? They're talking. You are talking to the same pastor and you're doing it with honor, with respect. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay, and of course, that could be a flow from your heart. Humility. But another guy just sitting there and just looking at the pastor and saying, yes. Yes, now. Yes. But in his heart, he may be very humble. It might just be the way he was trained. You know, some of us were well trained in our home to have respect. And that's a good thing. That's, that's a special beauty upon your life. If you were trained that way, it's a good beauty. Keep it. But some are not trained that way. Talk anyhow. But really, in the heart of the guy, he's humble. He says, that's why God looks at the heart. Everyone proud and arrogant in heart is disgusting, is hateful, exceedingly offensive. One time I went to meet a man of God, I had a meeting with him who was not my spiritual father, just a man of God, but he has gone ahead in ministry. Then I noticed that everyone that came to him, everyone that came to him because it was a hall, he was going to see me too. We we're going to talk. So everyone that came to him, I noticed that when they came, they bowed. Then I noticed that everyone did that. Now, those other ones were not, they were not pastors. They were not any man of God like me. But for the fact that I saw that, when I moved, when I came to him, I went on my knees too. He was surprised. He was really surprised. So what was I supposed to do to break that line? So I will come, I will now, I will now come and say, yes, sir. <laughs> now you think about it. It doesn't make sense. 
What is this pride about? Ah uh-uh. ah. Is he God? He's anointed. I'm anointed. The only difference is that he has gone ahead. So what is the thing? You come and say, man of God, man of God. No, you can't do that. You can't do that. Even if it's one day, even if it's one year, he's still ahead of you. The man, the guy had a church that was bigger. So why the deception? Why are you deceiving yourself? And he has gone ahead. It was like four years ahead, thereabouts. In ministry <laughs> he didn't have to be by spiritual father because i went to, i wanted to see him and i knew that and i was going to see him on mentorship basis by the way on mentorship not as a spiritual father on mentorship not long term a short term because i just wanted to ask him for some questions but that didn't warrant me to now be bowing i'm not one of his members so now be kneeling you know what i mean i'm not one of his members but i had to do it and he was shocked too. And as long as he spoke with me, I was there. Listen, there are things that God looks at when he's going to lift you. He's looking at your heart. All these things you're doing, he doesn't forget. God is no respecter of persons. Don't you understand? He's a lifter. He loves to do it as long as you position yourself. He always looks for who will position himself. Either you want God to use you with power, you must be positioned for it. You can't just be hungry lord use me use me use me are you positioned for it because god is not always the problem is the man what do you want is it for financial increase you must be well positioned for it when you position yourself god can take you to any level any height as long as see god always wants to raise children that he would be bragging with don't think that when we are doing some things, you see a man of God doing some things in boldness, you know, and power is moving. Don't think God is saying it's too much. Relax, relax, relax. No, <laughs> he's not saying that. Let me tell you, at that moment, God is proud. Why? Because I have somebody that yielded himself. So I can really show forth my greatness on earth. God loves it. He loves it. But you have to learn how to be humble enough to receive. Even to God, you can't receive from him until you are humble when i mean receive now i mean things about his kingdom if god is going to give you gifts real power you must be humble first you must I- i'll read that to you shortly i don't want to go ahead of myself i have it down there how how come is you are now the only one you are superior to everybody only you there's nobody that you can bow to there's nobody that you can respect there's nobody that you can honor everybody must just honor you you are soon going to go down even if you've been taken up you are coming down soon that's not how it goes no 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 <laughs> listen humility is not weakness is a strong sign of spirituality and maturity because you see the more humble you are the more you are increased with god and that's why those who are really spiritual are really humble really humble number four mm, is it number four number three now good <laughs> but i felt like i feel like reading this again everyone proud and arrogant in heart is disgusting hateful you don't want to be in this group you don't want to be you don't want to be counted amongst this in the presence of god okay number three it invokes shame Pride invokes shame. Proverbs 11 verse 2. Proverbs 11 verse 2. When swelling and pride come, 
then emptiness and shame come also you see they go together <laughs> when swelling and pride come then emptiness and shame come also but with the humble those who are lowly who have been pruned you see to be humble you need to be purged of self chiseled by trial <laughs> and renounce self can you see that you have to renounce yourself to be humble if you think about yourself you'll be proud uh -uh, what is it am i am i am a kid am i adult? can't talk to me like that so you see there are those who in the presence of others have been corrected and they feel bad the pastor you didn't need to correct me like that in the, in the presence of everybody else. see workers meeting and he's correcting me and then you're standing there the guy is standing like nothing is wrong but inside he's, he's busy angry inside standing there okay next time okay next time you see me here is it not because i'm here that's why mm -hmm. You see, that's what he's thinking. And God is looking at our hearts. Why? Why is he thinking like that? Self. Everybody here now looking at me. I'm now looking like a fool. In the presence of everybody. <laughs> hey, what kind of a bad day is this? Your pastor is correcting you. You said it's a bad day. The Bible says the one that is wise, a wise son takes correction. You take it, you should take it and say, wow, that means there's something about my life. There's this greatness about my life. God always wants to put me in shape. God is always busy about my life correcting me because I do I can't go to the next level with this. So it needs to correct me properly. It means God is training you, real training. And the tougher your training could also indicate where you're going. So sometimes God gives some people tough training because there are some things you won't need where he is really taking you. So he has to deal with it in a tough way. You say what is what is all this? Why self is talking? And then you go away from there. Who? Your pastor. That's something I don't like about them there. They are too partial. Why didn't you talk to the other guy like that? Listen, that's not how God does it. God deals with us personally. Sometimes you don't know the reason why. I mean, two people are inside the place. More than two, of course. But I want to deal with two people on the same issue. I tell one, why did you do that? And I'm hungry with that one. And then the other guy, I just said, okay. And I just smiled. Listen, that matter is too high for you. Keep quiet. Don't say, why did Apostle do that? He smiled with this one. He now shouted at this one. Why? Why? It's too high for you. That's exactly how God deals with us. Somebody does something right there. The other one does it. God says, stop it. The other person does it. God just smile. I say, don't worry. Just leave. It's okay. Why? He's dealing with them personally. You don't know maybe this one because God knows his journey. Very short journey. So God is not useful correcting your needs anyway. You won't even get to that place where you need it. That's the fact. But you don't know. But you are offended. Arrogance is a terrible thing in the kingdom of God. Until you give up self. It's called being like a child in the kingdom of God. He will not lift you. Listen, there is no shortcut to it. God, we have to deal with you first. Your flesh, we have to go. <laughs> because you see, in the kingdom of God, your flesh can never take the glory. If it leaves your flesh there, the flesh will be the God. We take the glory. And God doesn't share his glory with your flesh. Never. <laughs> when swelling and pride come, then emptiness and shame come also. But with the humble, those who are lowly, who have been pruned, purged, or chiseled by trial. Chiseled by trial. Can you imagine? And renounce self. 
are skillful and godly wisdom and soundness. This is what God gives. Skillful, godly wisdom and soundness. To the humble. Glory to God. Alright, next now. Moving right along. Popular one. Pride goes before destruction. Listen, there is a rope between pride and destruction. When pride is going in front, just know that destruction is following, not far away. There's a rope tying this one to this one. So once a man is about to come down, the first thing the devil does is to bring pride into him. How did Satan come down? Pride. Now, the Bible shows that Satan, I can't take my time to show you all that today, but the Bible revealed that Satan was very beautiful. Lucifer by name. Son of the morning. Very beautiful. And the Bible went ahead and described how God made this guy. And also, according to the scriptures, the guy had been to places. He had been to the Garden of Eden. He had been to one mountain. He had been to this or that place. He had been... The Bible described how he had moved from place to place. I mean, the guy was a good journey. On a good journey, he was just having adventure. He, he felt like, wow. Plus that, it was this angel that God gave the will of his own. He has his own will. No other angels could do that but god gave him this special gift that he has given to human beings to be able to decide he has his own will and that was what put him in trouble because he had his own will now he can decide then he thought of one day he thought of it and said now nah, the time has come i will lift myself i will exalt my exalt my throne oh, I, I i i i i self I will do this and I will do that and I will do this and I will come up and I will. And then he convinced other angels to love him and to worship him and to follow him. Remember, angels don't have any will of their own. The demons that you see now, they don't have sense. They only follow Satan, anything he says. And so what did God do? He kicked him out. God kicked him out and said, ah, for doing this. And so when he saw that God did that, he became bitter. Bitter. Bitterness made him wicked. That bitterness, he kept it in his heart. They didn't want me to achieve. Now, God has stopped me from achieving what I really wanted to achieve. Eh, then nobody will achieve it. Nobody will. Nobody will get to that position. Nobody. And then when he saw that God has made man to be the head of everything, his bitterness even increased. What? What I've always desired. I thought I was God's favorite. What's going on here? I know what I would do. It's an opportunity to get it from that guy. And then he walks with the guy and gets it from him. That's Adam. And then he took it and laughed. Ha <laughs> ha! Now I got it. But at this time, he had become wicked. So with this wickedness, he was able to rule with his wickedness. That's why there's wickedness everywhere. It was so intense that at one time, the Bible says God repented that he had made man. Because the wickedness was so great. Why? Satan had become the God of this world. And God said, I'm going to wipe away everybody. Everybody was wiped out. Noah was left with his family. You know, that did not stop Satan because he was not wiped out. He was a spirit being. He still came back again and said, <laughs> I got some people to still work with. You see, bitterness is terrible because that was what led Satan to become a 
devil. It wasn't a devil. Bitterness. Pride. You see, these, these are things that have to do with Satan himself. When you're talking about bitterness, pride, selfishness, all those things, that's Satan. This is the description of his nature. Alright, so pride goes before destruction. Proverbs chapter number 16, verse 18. 16, 18. You see, it's right in the Bible. Pride goes before destruction and a hearty spirit before a fall. A hearty spirit. Hearty. There are those that you can't talk to, you know. If you want to talk to them, you have to reconstruct what you say so that you won't get them offended. Because any little thing they are offended. Ah, something about me, I'm just easily offended. It's not that, it's just that I'm easily offended. It's small thing that offends me. You are kinda. Which small thing? That, uh, uh, sir, let me just explain myself. As you are looking at me, it's small thing that offends me. Small thing. And you are even happy in it. You know, sometimes we've been trained wrongly, carnality all around. And we take this thing along and we celebrate them. A child of God. Big thing did not check Jesus. Was this something that annoyed him? When he went and whipped those people that they were selling doves in the house of God, they turned it to in fact. You could imagine when you enter the church and you saw this one is selling rice. Fufu. Ah, ah, in the house of God. Was that is could you call that small thing? That was not small. The small things Jesus laughed about them and responded in such a way that even the people knew that this guy is wise. No, you you say it's small thing that, that what angers me is small thing. Your flesh is the problem. No, no, no. I hate nonsense. I hate nonsense. It's just that ah, can you put the water? No, you not move the water from that place to ah nonsense thing. And by the way, I told you, let it always be on the surface. Don't let it go beyond that. Let it stop there. No, now begin to think about it. Think about it. Listen, the devil wants you to think about it. But right there, stop and say, I reject this thought in the name of Jesus. I'm not like that. Don't have that nature. I've dealt with it. It's gone. Reject it. So that you won't. Number five. Pride brings a man down. There's nothing you can do about that one. <laughs> Psalm 29. Psalm 29, verse 23. Pride brings a man down. It's, it's, it's like a main law in the kingdom of God. <laughs> Daniel chapter 5, verse 20. Okay. But when his heart was lifted up and his mind and spirits were hardened so that he dealt proudly he's talking about a, a particular king oh i think i should okay i will read this for that later he was deposed from his kingly throne and his glory was taken from him why when his heart was lifted up and his mind and spirit you see all this thing has to do with mind heart pride uh -huh, were hardened so that he dealt proudly he was deposed from its kingly throne and his glory was taken from him. I will tell you more about this guy. I will get there shortly. Okay. Um, number six. Pride sets up God against man. He sets up God. How can you be setting your creator against you? He sets up God against man. The same God that has given you the ability, that has given you the gifts. When he now begins to stand against you, something is wrong. That means all effort will be wasted. Futile. You just be wasting time. Except God builds the house. The laborers are laboring in vain. I've discovered that. If God is not in something, you will just be struggling. If he has not moved and you are moving, you will be struggling. Hey. Now, 
we are going to round off with this and we have to look at some important truths there james chapter number four verse six but it gives us more and more grace power of the holy spirit to meet this evil tendency and all others fully that is that is why he says god sets himself against the proud and haughty but gives grace continually not it doesn't stop continually as long as you stay humble more grace will be added you just keep moving. others will just look at it. i noticed that this man has moved again in grace he has moved the, this was not the level he was before i'm he has i noticed you just be noticing the guy stayed humble okay okay gives grace continually to the lowly those who are humble enough to receive it you have to be humble enough to receive it humble enough so you can be humble and not humble enough but there's something called being humble enough to receive it okay first peter chapter 5 verse 5 all right read that one everybody read it that's amplified for you you read long portion when it's amplified but king james will shorten this likewise you who are younger and of lesser rank listen don't deceive yourself there are those who are of lesser rank amongst us don't be deceived not only in the kingdom of god but also in the world it has always been like that now not because those who are of higher rank are more important how god sees it is this way more responsibility for those ones the reason he gave them more responsibility is because he gave them more ability to handle the responsibilities now when you are of lesser rank it doesn't mean you will stay there god will take you up everyone who has been of higher rank was once of lesser rank god will take you up as you remain humble he will take you up until you get there too he'll be able to raise others also these others too are called lesser rank do you get what is going on but the moment the period of your life that you have lesser rank be humble stay there stay humble don't try to be of higher rank you see that okay you are of lesser who are younger and of lesser rank be subject to the elders now the elders refers to the ministers and spiritual guys of the church talking about the pastors okay uh -huh. giving them due respect and yielding to their counsel clothe apron yourself all of you with humility clothe yourself as the gap of a servant so that its covering cannot possibly be stripped from you with freedom from pride and arrogance towards one another how do you deal with one another how do you deal with one another? that's what he's talking about everything is complete in the word of god if you notice that you're struggling in your life there is something you are missing out go to the word and find out where am i missing it so that you can quickly correct it it's not useful to be struggling for god sets himself against the proud the insolence, the overbearing, the disdainful, the presumptuous, the boastful. God sets himself against the proud. And he opposes, he frustrates and defeats them. He's talking about in the church of God. Because you have to understand this was written to the church. But gives grace, favor, blessing to the humble. 
but for the proud he opposes him he frustrates him who is doing not the devil god and defeats him anything he's doing to rise god will defeat him he will be defeated again and yet he's praying to god for the solution but is that god that is standing against him god said no you've not dealt with this pride first deal with it this is this is this is troubling but for the one that is humble more grace and blessing you see i've discovered that there is there is a lot of sometimes you sit down especially if you're a pastor in the church you sit down you'll be thinking of people and then you'll be wondering why is this one like this why is this other one like this because you're praying for them you discover there's a lot of reason why people are the way they are and at the level they are in and you're not going to judge based on their actions towards you you're going to judge based on what spirit is that fellow carrying what spirit why is his life like this why several things many of god's children are not doers of his word at all they just want it to happen but they don't want to do the word they don't want to follow the principle but they just want things to happen things to just happen yes we are talking about faith here the supernatural but there are things that you must follow in the school of god you must go through every class in the school of god now you may be in one class and spend a short period of time because you are very fast or you are a fast learner but you still go through that class that's why some people you know you class one you're in class two they say ah you're too good for this class short shots they move you pa next one like, ah, ah, you're doing really great you shouldn't be here move but you still go through it in the school of god now if you decide to ignore that you'll be wasting your time that's why you have pastors that have been there you say how long have you been here 10 years where is he using still the same small shop is only three people he his friend he's not married yet he his friend and one other guy or his friend's wife so they come here they gather every morning they gather every morning why there is something that is missing there's something that is missing there's a lot to learn about the kingdom a lot that's why you need the word of God so that you can make your journey very fast and smooth. Hmm. <sighs> All right. Daniel chapter number five, verse 18. Jesus. You have the sweetest name of all, Jesus. You always hear me when I call, dear, dear Jesus. Because of you, I'll never fall. You are the sweetest, sweetest name. You are the greatest, Jesus. You are the greatest name of all. I worship you, Jesus. 
Hallelujah. Yeah, now, this is about a king by the name Nebuchadnezzar. According to history, this king was really mighty. He was great. In fact, he was so great that God permitted him to take God's people, Israel, captive and move them to Babylon. That's how great. He had power. He had wealth. So it was really big. And on one occasion, it got into his head and he even um, erected a statue of himself and asked the people to bow to his statue. That's how, because nobody could question him. It was that big. But I want you to read something here. This is very interesting. O king, the most high gave Nebuchadnezzar. Now, this is Daniel narrating the story of this king because he was one of those that were taken captive to Babylon. And uh, you remember Daniel is from Israel. And um, he saw everything that was happening in that kingdom. In fact, this king had dreams about twice. There about that it was Daniel that helped interpret the dream. Then he promoted Daniel. So now, the king is gone. This is his son on the throne now. And now Daniel was giving this message to the son of the king who's on the throne. Nebuchadnezzar had died at this time. So hear the testimony of Daniel concerning Nebuchadnezzar. O king, the most high God gave Nebuchadnezzar your father. You see, he's talking to his son. A kingdom. Now this will make you have insight into that guy's kingdom. And greatness and glory and majesty. Look at that description. It sounded like he's describing God. But Daniel wouldn't lie. Daniel was a man of God. So Daniel was saying it exactly as it was. He says, your father, God gave your father, Nebuchadnezzar, a kingdom and greatness and glory and majesty. All this, this guy had next verse now and because of the greatness that he gave him all peoples can you see all peoples there all 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 peoples nations and languages trembled and feared before him whom he would he slew whom he would he kept alive it's just, it sounded like he's describing God <laughs> interesting whom he would he set up and whom he would he put down that king Nebuchadnezzar but when his heart was what lifted up and his mind and spirit were hardened so that he dealt proudly he was deposed by who there is the most high that is greater than any high here on earth 
he was deposed from his kingly throne and his glory was taken from him this should give you sense and a lesson that whatever glory you have could be taken from you next verse now listen he didn't take the gift he took the glory you could still have a gift but the glory has left it's called Ichabod you still retain the pastoral office but the glory of that office has left you because the giver of it departed from you he was driven from among men and his heart or mind was made like the beasts that's what happened to him he was made like an animal is that heart that he used to be proud that heart that was lifted up god took it from him and replaced it with the heart of an animal that's what god did <laughs> so he started thinking like an animal all of a sudden he started thinking like i'm not supposed to be here i'm supposed to be in the forest somewhere in the bush I, I need to look for something to eat in the bush you see mind of an animal that's the greatness of god okay his heart of mind was made like the beast and his dwelling was with the wild horses he was fed with grass like oxen and his body was wet with the dew of the heavens because he was always out there in the forest until a whole king until he learned and knew that the most high god rules in the kingdom of men and that he appoints and sets over each whomever he will now this this should be your mindset knowing that god can kick you off and bring someone else in what do you do you are sober in dealing with god you are humble in your heart you are you see yourself as god help me oh all right is that the final one and you his son Oh, Peshazar, have not humbled your hearts and mind, though you knew all this. Isn't it amazing how some people would know how some others got destroyed, and yet they will still be following the same path? Now, you know of different stories, maybe, of those who were proud and they were brought down, but you are still walking in the same pride. See, after that was their day, this is my own day. Ah, God has not changed. He has not changed with this mindset when you're dealing with people spiritual people in the house you're careful when you're dealing with christians you're careful no matter what position you're careful how you deal with people because there's a judge in between you you and the person there's a judge he's watching ah no he's watching don't fear man but fear god in all your dealings Finally, let me show you the scripture. First Timothy chapter number three. Maybe we'll start from the sixth verse. Five will be okay. Now it's talking about because in the first verse you notice it's talking about a man of God, and then he started talking about um, the features of a, a man of God, what a man of God should have. For if a man does not know how to rule his own household, you see, make sure you mark this. Those of you that are going to ministry, you must be able to rule your household. Okay? How is he to take care of the church of God? 
Next verse. It must not be a new convert. Why? Why? Or it may develop a beclouded and stupid state of mind. Now, it must not be a new convert. So that God does not say, it must not be a new convert. So that he will not be able to teach the people well because he doesn't know enough of the word. That's not what he says. This is what is important to God now. So, it's not about knowing the word. He says, he must not be a new convert or he may develop a beclouded and stupid state of mind as the result of pride. And so, he will be blinded by, by conceit and fall into the condemnation that the devil once did. Because pride blinds. That's why those who are proud, when you are even telling them you are, they are proud, it's amazing how they don't know. They don't accept. Hardly we use it somebody. If the day somebody agrees that ah, you don't mean that, that means humility has started. They don't usually accept that they are. It's like those with bad attitude. They don't know they they don't accept they have bad attitude. They think everybody else is bad. It's only them that is good. And that's a problem. And so it blinds. Not only does it blind you from seeing the truth, it blinds you from seeing. We read it the other time. Even the right wisdom, the right judgment in your life, you are blinded from it. You're already thinking of something and you are even rejoicing in the wrong path. Until somebody opens your eyes and says, How dare you go in that direction? It's not be like, Eh, it's true. What was I thinking of? You see, you've been blinded. It's pride. There are many ways pride comes. Um, pride is manifested. When you decide that, oh, this is how I want to do it. You know the word of God says this, but this is what I want to do. I mean, the other guy that says, you know, I told you about that pride. That how I wanted to marry Oyimbo. But that's pride. Because you're not subject to God. You want to do your own thing. He said, that's what I want to. You already described everything you want. Now, you say you are working with God. But you are choosing where you go. You are the one that choose you choose you decide where you go. Um by next I'll go to Meduguri. Uh, I'll go and spend small time with my auntie. Then I'll go there, I'll go and spend that. And you are working with God. You are joking. <laughs> You're joking. Especially if you're into the ministry. These are the things that God will train you to deal with first. You don't move until he tells you to move. Move to where? Which God are you serving? Who do you think God is? You not get there first before you not say, Oh Father, I've come here now. Thank you, Lord. I want to win souls for you. We say, Did I send you here? Yeah, well, Lord, I'm going now. Father, you've gathered all your as I'm going now. You protect me in the name of Jesus. Did you did you hear about Archbishop Benson Dauza? He was already in the USA. And then the people there had convinced him to stay there so that he will have his ministry there because he knew a lot of people. And while he was right there, God came to him somewhere the early hours of the day in his hotel room in the USA and God said if you stay here I will kill you I mean the ministry is grown now so opportunities if you stay here I'll kill you he said eh? he jumped up ran to the host room the one that hosted him he went to knock he says I'm going he started packing he said, How do you do the time he's still very I said I'm going God says if I stay here he will kill me <laughs> and who wants to die you see, listen, when you surrender to God, it's a state of humility. Do you understand? You humble yourself in his hand. And the Bible says he will lift you up. That's what it says. When you surrender to God, 
in this state of humility, you give him everything. Anything he says is it. It's only when you've not grown that it's still acceptable. You know some of you do some things that is acceptable. It's allowed because of your level. You just move. Pew. Some of you, you've gotten there before you now call. Apostle. Well done, sir. I just want to tell you that I just arrived. In where? I, I just arrived at home now. Oh, you just got home. Oh, you're blessed. You're blessed. The Lord is with you. You are protected. Regards to everybody. It's your level. And we also understand your level of ignorance. When you come to a level where you started working with God, you've worked with God, you've mastered your work, is the one that determines where you go or where you don't go. Before you move, it tells you. God put you in a place. You say you want to go and try another place. Try another place. Can I tell the truth? Let me tell you. How much I loved Lagos. I grew up in Lagos. It still amazes some people when I tell them how much I loved Lagos. I so loved Lagos that if you put Lagos in front of me, give me 50 million naira maybe, and say, take for your life 50 million naira. This is Lagos. Okay? And this is London. Where would you like to stay and enjoy this 50 million naira? I will still choose Lagos. That's how much I loved Lagos. I wish I could be there. He said, why? He can't explain. I just love the place. I grew there all my life. But when God said, move! Uh, you move, you forget everything. Why? Because you have a new boss. If I said, Lord, you sent me here to this place. I can, the same minister, I can go and start it there. It would have been a struggle because he didn't send me there at all. Those that he has sent to, every man of God has those that he has sent, that he was sent to, or he sent to. So those he has sent you to, will be here. You, you will be there. You see? Because God is wise. He's wise. But that is pride in itself. To choose where you want to be. And you're working with God. You are proud. He said, no, it's not proud. It's just, you know, God says we can ask for anything. Ask and you shall receive. That's not what it means by ask. <laughs> Don't deceive yourself at all. He's not saying you should ask. What does he say? He said if you ask according to his will. What is his will? His word for asking. And his word is going to be in, in line with uh, the whole body of truth in the kingdom. So you can't just say that, Lord, we can ask for anything. And let me go even further. You can ask, and then he tells you, yes, go ahead. But that's permissive. Now, that should not confuse you at all. We have several places in the scriptures where people, God told them, don't do it. And they said, uh, okay, okay. They went to rest. Then they came back and said, Lord, should I do it? And the second time, God says, yes, you can do it. Say, huh, I knew I didn't hear well the other time. No! God permitted you. So he let you go. You will bear it. You will pay for it. When God says, don't go, don't question him again. And say, should I? Do because your heart is still there, stylishly. You will lost after it and you will be there. You will go. You find yourself go. Even if God doesn't speak, demon will speak to you. And say, go! I am with thee. And it's the devil that is talking. And I will also bless you and increase you in that land. I shall give you many souls. We souls. I shall give you many souls. Deliver everything into your hands. Go! The Lord is with thee. You will not get there. You will not notice that struggle has started. I said, Father, but you told me. 
You told me he didn't tell you at all. <laughs> oh, Lua. Hey, Latobichu is the greatest. Oh, Lua. Ah, hey, Latobichu. Aribiti, Arabata. Hey, Latobichu. Aribiti, Arabata. You know, this is a teaching service, so that's why we taught this way today. First Peter chapter 5. No, 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 we are we are running off. Just want to show that 5 verse 5. Any the last part, any opposes, frustrates, and defeats. But gives grace, more grace to the humble. There is anything to meditate on this part. You need to meditate on it. I don't want my effort to be frustrated. No. And all the time is frustrating. Listen, when God is dealing with his student, he's not going to be telling you, I hate you. No, he won't. While he's dealing with you, he will still be telling you, son, I love you so much. Because it's, it's true. He loves you. It's an expression of his love. While he's dealing with you, he may be opening other doors. But this in this area, you're not rising. Why? He's frustrating your effort there. So it's not as if when he, God is doing all those things, all of a sudden you just notice that you pray to him. He's not actually, you're no longer feeling the power. You'll be feeling all those things. You'll be feeling them. You even have encounters with angels. <laughs> just that in that area. No, sir. Hmm. Aribiti. Arabata Baba Aribiti Aribiti Arabata Eilatobichu Holy One Holy One the Bible says Jesus humbled himself even unto death. Wherefore, God also has highly exalted him. If Jesus has to obey that law, what about you? Jesus had to humble himself to be lifted. Open your mouth now and pray that God will purge you of every pride unknowingly, the pride you're conscious of, the ones you know of, the ones you don't know of, that the Lord, so that he can move you to the next level in your life, so that he can increase the grace upon your life. Tell the Lord to purge you, to purge you of every pride, every, every trace of it, every trace of pride.
This message was produced by Supernatural Kingdom Church. To get more of our messages, call 0806 0087 643 or 0816 0114 389. Thank you and God bless you.